Welcome on in to the Tony Parks Podcast. We have week one of the NFL, another weekend of college football coming up. And a lot to talk about here today with Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. Uh, Before we get to that, we remind you, Peak 3-on-3 Basketball, it has what your kids need for a really fun and safe fall sport for them to play in. 3-on-3 Hoops, it's there in Farmington every Saturday from September 26th all the way to October 24th. Uh, The games are on those Saturdays with the exception of UEA weekend, so you get that weekend uh, if you had already originally had plans. Um, On top of that, the cost is very reasonable when looking at the team rate, and you're going to like it because the games are uh, kind of in the Saturday evening window, not late night, but in that evening window. So if you already have plans on Saturday day, you could very easily make it happen uh, for your kids to get a great value, to have the ball in their hands a lot more often, to enjoy a great team game. Safe environment, too. They're really really going to love that uh the organizers of this league have done a fabulous job uh, to make this as safe as possible and uh, like i've said before farmington city gymnastic uh, gymnasium is fantastic it's spacious it's perfect for this when you go to peak three on three basketball.com use promo code tony get a huge discount all right huge like the cost will be just like 195 for an entire team you're gonna have a team as big as six players you get several games uh, and you're really going to love the value uh, that you're getting with your entire team out there uh, to go play or whether it's just uh, your individual child. It's for grades 3rd through 12th. That's from September 26th through the weekend of October 24th. All right, joining us right now is Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Go to ParamountSports.com. Lee, how you doing, man? You ready for some NFL or what? I am. <laughs> Middle of the summer, I didn't think we were going to get here, but it, I think it looks good. You know, we had a couple games canceled this week. We had the Oklahoma State game against uh, Tulsa, and then also we had the uh, Baylor game uh, that was canceled. So uh, we did have two games canceled in college football, and we're probably going to see that. You know, uh, each of the teams uh, that Baylor and Oklahoma State were playing. They had an outbreak of 30 or 40 cases and just couldn't field enough players. I think if you see 10 or 12 guys get it uh, the day or two before, I think a lot of teams will just carry on and play. But 30 or 40 is probably a little too many. But the NFL love what they did. You know, normally the inactive squad is is 10 members, uh, but but this year they increased it to 16. And there's a lot of NFL teams that. Uh, um, not only have three quarterbacks, a few of them have four quarterbacks. I'm hearing uh, most teams, NFL teams, are going to quarantine that third or fourth quarterback just in case something happens so they can go ahead and play. So oh, yeah. I think just for everyone's mindset, I just think that people need football. And, uh, you know, just <laughs> fall without football would be horrific. Uh, it, it's tough enough going through some of the changes, you know, with with working out of the house. I have a daughter who's working out of my house. She just graduated college. She's doing her PR job from, from her room. And uh, I just think that, uh, you know, people are, you know, some loss of, of, of incomes and, and, you know, dealing with kids. I mean, a lot of, a lot of areas, you know, kids aren't are, are doing class through Zoom. So uh, I just think that uh, most people need it for their mental health football. And even though it was a strange week zero, at least we had football on this with the NFL a little bit. It will be a little bit closer to normal this weekend. Oh, I don't. I couldn't agree more. Like I, I need football, and even though I know my Bears are going to be a disaster. 
I still look forward to... What were to, they doing in the offseason? I, I have no idea. I, 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 I've given up on trying to reason with any of this. From I mean, they from picked Jimmy up a quarterback Graham that could, to, couldn't yeah. beat out Mitch Trubinsky. And, and Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham is like... I think he's going to get Social Security before I am. And I'm 57. Honestly, I would have been more impressed with like Brent Jones. You know, if you're going to go, if yeah. you're going to just right. pick a guy that late, why why not just go with like Jay Novacek at this point? You know, let's see, yeah. let's see what we can do. No, I uh, um, I look forward to rolling my eyes and and shaking my head each and every single week. You know, it's there's actually yeah. a therapeutic part to that. So I agree 100. Uh, percent Your work as the GM for the Bears for half half what they're paying. No, their easily. GM right easily. I'll step in. I'll be like, yeah, that whole trading up with everything to get Trubisky, yeah, bad move. I'll I'll step. I right. you know anybody can do that. Wasn't the same draft um, uh, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, that will stick with me for a long time. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw Deshaun Watson here when when they beat Miami. That came fifty-eight nothing. I think yeah. he was yeah. a junior, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. He was he was at the line and calling out. He was changing the plays. I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, oh, no. He knew exactly what was coming. You know, so people just think some of these guys like Watson and, and Mahomes were squaring off tonight. That even more pain for, for Bears fans are just talented. They get it. Trust oh. me. They, 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 they The best quarterbacks do a lot of film study, and and a lot of times they can tell you what defense is coming before, before the play even starts. Yep. Uh, so you have good quarterbacks and then you have my guy, Mitch Trubisky. So, all right, there's a difference. Uh, let's get to it. Um, I was speaking with a good friend of mine who listened to the podcast last week. He said, you know what I love about this league guy? He's really honest. Like he just came out and said, stay away from the NBA. All right. Just stay away from the NBA. Well, I, I will say this. The bubble was the bubble regular season was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, mm-hmm. Phoenix goes eight no straight up and against the spread. That just tells you something right there. I mean, you didn't know who, how, like some of these teams were already in the playoffs. Almost all of them that were there, how long they were going to play certain guys. They had guys on on minute restrictions, and and then if they had already locked in a spot, let's say they were locked into the either four or five spot, uh, like the Heat. The Heat last couple games, you know, they were just going through the motions because the five spot. Meant nothing but right. the four and the five. You usually want that four spot so you get, you know, four home games. But in this case, there, were, there are no home games. They're all neutral site games. So it was very, very tough. I am doing really well, though, in the playoffs now. So I think I figured it out. And and you watch, you can watch the matchups. They're playing, you know, in series. I've always done well in the playoffs. So I feel very comfortable about that and pretty comfortable about the NFL and also college football because if you put in the time and you really study things and you've seen the players, um, you know, it, it makes it easy. All these odds makers are doing is they just want to get half the money on one side, half on the other. Right. So we're looking to take advantage, and that's why I've had 26 out of 27 winning seasons. All right. Let's see what we've got here this week. Let's start. You have one college football game. We know that uh, it's a – uh, a busier college football weekend than maybe last week, but it's still pretty. I'm, I'm going to add a game. Okay. I'm going I'm to give you a bonus game you gotta, you gotta right bonus, off the bat. Bonus game right off the bat. Now, and this is one of the games I'm personally playing. You know, we're going to go over games that your listeners care about. You know, they don't want to hear about, uh, you know, teams like South Alabama versus Memphis. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame's a member of the ACC this year. 
And there's going to be some teams that are going to take shots at them and come all out. They might have losing records, and it's like their bowl game. But I just don't like this Duke team at all. David Cutcliffe's done a great job there. You know, it seems like they win almost almost every year. Uh, you have to go back to 2010, 2011, back-to-back losing years. But they had a losing year last year. Their quarterback graduated. They bring in Chase Bryce. If you remember him, he's the kid when Clemson was down in that game. And, and uh, Kelly Bryant had already uh, said he was going to transfer to Missouri. came in when uh, Trevor Lawrence got hurt and led him to the come-from-behind win. He's just not that good. Let's be honest. I mean, he has a lot of talent around him. You know, I could quarterback at my age uh, that Clemson team with all that talent and that offensive line and running backs and receivers. But he's not much of a passer not a runner for sure. And uh, most teams, he'd be like a third-string quarterback where he was at, at, at Clemson. So he is going to start. They lost their best player on offense, a center last week who was a three-year starter who tore his ACL. Uh, Cutcliffe does well as a dog, but not as a huge underdog. So he has he's over 60% as an underdog. But check this out. As a 20-plus point underdog, just 2-7 and seven against the spread. Notre Dame, uh, they return their entire offensive line and their quarterback. So a lot of continuity, which is going to be important for teams, you know, that, that are – starting later than normal, you know, didn't didn't have as much hitting. I can see Notre Dame and Clemson in the ACC championship game maybe on the horizon. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. I like Notre Dame laying 20 here, big over Duke, 45-10. I'm going to wager 440 to win 400 on that game. Yep. Yep. How about that? Yep. He's taking the big swing early. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, we have like um, – if you want to, we'll call them points. Uh, this is not actually gambling. What we're doing is we're letting you, the listener, see <clears throat> strategically what Lee would do with the bankroll if he had it and was putting it on these games. So he's got 2,000 points, if you will, and he's going to go 440 to win four. So, uh, so if he were to win on the point spread, he wins 400, and he has to bet 440 in order to make that happen and we'll keep a tally on how well he's doing you know throughout all of this because lee is very transparent he's not the guy who says oh i know it all look at me i've got all this info no 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 he's going to be very transparent to show you why he has a winning season 26 out of 27 years so there we go 440 to win four notre dame over duke minus 20 uh your other college football game of the week which one is it so it's the University of Miami Hurricanes, my hometown team. They're playing at home tonight, link three, 13 and a half against UAB. So Miami last year, six and seven, an absolute disaster. Um, you know, they've got the turnover chain, but their offense last year was a turnover toilet. Uh, <laughs> their quarterback play was horrific. Yeah. They bring in this kid King, a transfer, grad transfer from Houston. Uh, may not be a great NFL quarterback, but might be the best quarterback Miami's had in almost 20 years when they had Ken Dorsey. He really knows how to run the spread. They bring in Rhett Lashley. He's the offensive coordinator the last couple of years at SMU. You saw what he did at SMU, and without him, SMU is not the same here. So UAB did not play anyone last year except for three teams. Uh, the three teams that are decent last year, check this out, and all on the road, they lost it. Appalachian State 31-17. Okay, they were competitive. They lost to Tennessee 30-7. to Not very good Tennessee team. And FAU, they lost 49-6. to The Canes last year 
were horrific laying seven points or more, lost every single game against the spread, lost five of those outright. They lost to Louisiana Tech. They lost to FIU. Uh, they finally, they'll have an offense here with King and Lashley running the offense. Different level of talent here. The quarterback for UAB, he's they're either a, a guy that has a gun or a pusher. He just pushes the ball out there. Uh, those, they can't throw deep on Miami at all. And, and if they get in these third and six situations a couple times, they're not going to be able to keep converting because the Miami pass rush will get to them here. Miami's motivated after last year's six and seven record. Uh, sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. Miami laying 13 and a half also matches my biggest bet of the weekend. We're going to lay 440 to win 400 on Miami. Oh, minus 13 man, and a half. look yep. at you go. <laughs> Taking big swings at the plate right out here. Lead-off guy, Lee Sterling. I love it. All right, 440 to win four. So he's already dropping 880 right there, almost half his bankroll right here on these two games. So if you're hearing this and you're saying to yourself, all right, well, I'll, I'll wait to see what happens here. Fine, that that's totally understandable. Uh, but this is, this is the kind of confidence that this guy has. Uh, you know, in his product, in his projections and things like that. That's that's what you want. You want people that, uh, I mean, I know this is not real money, but you want them to be able to put their money where their mouth is, to be able to tangibly show um, exactly their reasoning for all of that. Um, interesting you say about Miami, because I have always thought, they well, okay, the Miami program is not like Texas, USC, Oregon, right? Like it's no, it's it's, not it's, that people long. don't realize it's a private school. But they don't have an enrollment of right. ninety five hundred to ten thousand. But it's still an attractive enough program and one that if it's operating right, they should actually right. dominate that division. The division. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. So because of the pandemic, they it, it, they're in the top ten right now. They can end up with a top two, top three class because of kids not being able to transfer mm. and mm. you know take those trips like they normally do. And Miami, I mean, even the last year's class was a top ten class. Uh, who knows how he was able to piece it together after a six and seven end up there, but. Uh, Give them credit that way. I don't know if the defense is great and the defensive coaches are great, but I think they're going to get in a lot of shootouts. And bottom line is when you get talent, if you can coach these kids up decent, you're going to win a lot of games. Butch Davis, when he was here one time, someone was talking about his clock management. He said, listen, forget the clock management. If you have better players, you're going to win 90% of the time. So there's so much talent here in South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach. I went to a spring game, last spring game, and, and this is a private school, Gulliver. Like, we have 1A to 8A. They are or 4A private school. They were hosting a jamboree where four different teams were playing. There was 34 coaches from Division One schools at the game, including the University of Utah. So... Just tells you Man. if there's that much talent down here and, and people are, are coming to get it, uh, you know, if they can just keep their lion's share of players, which they did from, you know, the early 80s to the early 2000s, they're going to do well. And when Miami's good and teams like Notre Dame is good and Michigan, uh, I think it's really good for college football. Well, there's no doubt about that. And that division should be theirs for the taking. They've underperformed. Uh, Virginia sure. took the division last year. And if you actually delve deeper into 
the performance level, what Virginia did was nice. It wasn't all that spectacular, even though going no. to the Orange Bowl is the, the, the team right now, it looks like it's going to be North Carolina. They're recruiting really well. Hmm. Mac Brown may not be a great tactician, but he's putting some really good coaches around him, and they're doing a really good job of recruiting, and they got one of the best young quarterbacks in the country. All right, let's move to the National Football League. I love it. I'm excited. Uh, it all gets started right away. Kansas City minus nine against Houston. You have this as one of your more attractive games of the week. Yeah, so so it's being played tonight. And if you're Bill O'Brien, and let's say you're on Wheel of Fortune, and you spin the wheel, and it comes up like on Kansas City opening week, you're like, again, really? Can I like spin again maybe? <laughs> they led that game by over 20 points before halftime and lost – by 20 points, a 41 nothing run from Kansas City. And I don't know if Kansas City's going to win it again, but I can tell you this much, that offense is not going to be stopped. Patrick Mahomes a year later, uh, I don't think he's going to slow down. They might be one of the few teams that and, and just doesn't need preseason. I just think they're that good. They have that many weapons. And he's just a cut above everyone else. So um, Houston, I think the problem here is they got some decent guys like David Johnson, a few receivers that they brought in are going to be good, but they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that's really where they're going to struggle to make big plays. You can't go down the field. The NFL is about big plays. It's not about you don't see many 15, 18 play drives. This isn't the days of the 1970s in college football where you're just looking for teams that grinded out four and a half, five yards of carry. It's about explosive plays of 20 yards or more. And that's what Kansas City is all about. Bill O'Brien's done a horrific job as a general manager there putting together this team. I like Kansas City. I, I'm going to lay it here, 38-23. All right, 38-23. And, and we're going to wager 200 on this game, 220 okay. to win 200. 220 yep. to win two. And uh, don't forget as well, if you listened last week, everybody, uh, Lee was huge on Kansas City, the over 11.5 on the uh, season win total. So, How about this? Nine of the last 10 years, the win totals, they've gone over. Hmm. Did that, that tell you they got a good coach or what? Hey, uh, I think he's yeah, I think he's quite decent. <laughs> uh, no doubt about that. All right, now you, uh, especially in the National Football League, you've talked to, to me about this before. Tell our listeners about the magic numbers. You have a, a key focus on magic numbers in the NFL. Well, I call them key numbers, and and the numbers that games end up on the the finals. You see a lot of twenty three twenty, thirty one twenty eight. The biggest number that game lands on is three. You know, go to overtime, win it by a field goal. Uh, last second, win it by a field goal. Not a lot of missed extra points. Whereas college, you see some high scores. You see a lot of 48 to 45 scores, 48 to 40. The NFL rarely do games team score above 30. So when they, if they don't go above 30, a lot of games end on three. That the games end on three, 14 and a half percent of the time. Also, uh, games end on four, six, and seven. Those are the four key numbers. So, when you're wagering on games, and let's say, uh, let's say Kansas City was playing uh, Baltimore, and the line was three, and you like Kansas City, well, uh, that might be the the only number that I buy on or off buying points is in the NFL in the number three. So I don't play parlays number one. Because even a two-team parlay, which uh, only 25% of the time you win, because if you lose 
lose both wagers, you're a loser. You go one and one either way, you're a loser. So you got to win both games. You only win on average 25% of the time, the average gambler. And, and they're not paying you even three to one. They're paying you 13 to five. So I never play parlays, and I also uh, uh, only buy on or off the number three. I don't buy on or off even seven. And I usually, if I buy on or off the number three, it's usually low-scoring teams, like maybe like a, a Carolina uh, playing another low-scoring team, like a team like the Chargers might be low-scoring this year uh, with with no uh, with no Philip Rivers. So those are some of the things I look at. I, I, for instance, I saw in the last year – Two name handicappers tell their clients in college football with all these random scores like 41, 25, they told their clients, one of them told them to buy the line up from 18 to 19. How often do you see a game land on 18 or 19? Mm. So had them paying wagering 130 for every $130 to win 100 instead of 110 to win 100. And then buy as an underdog up from 25 to 26 points. I mean, I'm almost like saying, why don't you just burn your money if you're listening to someone like that? So these are some of the things you need to learn if you want to win. It's like playing blackjack, you know, people hitting on 17. I mean, uh, uh, that's the equivalent. Buying up from 25 to 26 is like hitting on 17. Uh-huh. All right, so there you go. Some key numbers to keep in mind uh, throughout this NFL season. One of those key numbers lands in this matchup, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Carolina Panthers. You like this one this week. So here's a situation where you have a team that everyone feels is totally rebuilding, Carolina. And, And they're not real good, let's be honest. But they're facing another team and the not the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, who probably may be looking a little ahead to their home debut, even though it won't be in front of fans, probably looking forward to to that game. Uh, the Panthers, since going 17 and two in 2015, just 29 and 36, they actually ended the season last year on an eight-game losing streak. But the Raiders aren't great. Just one playoff appearance the last 17 years. What we see is when coaches come back after having long layoffs, and I'm talking about more, at least five years or more, John Gruden, I just don't think that this thing is going to be a success there. So uh, on top of that, you have a really good coordinator. Uh, so what happened with, with with Carolina was they hired Joe Brady. If you remember, he was the coordinator for the LSU Tigers. So I don't think Las Vegas knows what to expect. The Raiders are going to be lost on defense. Uh, in a couple of weeks, people will figure them out, and they'll be able to shut down uh, the limited weapons except for McCaffrey and, and one good receiver. But uh, I think Joe Brady's going to call a really big game. He's my X factor in this game. I like Carolina. Pull the upset here. 23-20 over Las Vegas. You're getting three and a half points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to wager 220 to win 200 on that game. Okay. Oh, so you are going to go with the uh, um, Carolina three. Panthers. Okay, but you're 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 going with the uh, the points here. You're not. I'm taking the here. three and a half points. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. You hear that right there. So so far, Notre Dame 440 to win four. Uh, take uh, minus 20 against Duke. Miami minus 13. UAB, he's putting down 440 to win four. Uh, and then in the NFL, KC minus nine against Houston, 220 to win two. 
and then he mm-hmm. also likes the over on the season win total. Uh, and then uh, Las Vegas minus three, or excuse me, Carolina plus three and a half, two twenty to win two. All right, what else do you like in the NFL this week? Like I like one other game. I like this the Seattle Atlanta game, and what we're seeing here in this game here, the Seahawks. 11-4-1, you think of their home field advantage, and they do have it at home. I mean, teams trying to call signals and the illegal procedure is usually at least two or three a game against their opponents. But Seahawks have actually fared better on the road. 11-4-1 against the spread the last 16 road games here. Difference is Carroll, Pete Carroll, uh, annually coaches up his team, and their secondary and run defense have really been upgraded with the addition of Jamal Adams. Uh, I think he right now is the best safety in the game here. Uh, two teams here uh, that uh, should have beaten the Patriots in a couple of Super Bowls, eight straight winning seasons for the Seahawks since drafting uh, Wilson, a quarterback. So uh, I think that the Seattle team, with their improved defensive secondary, what they do is they dare opponents to throw the football. It's not like the Falcons have very been very good at running the football the last couple of years. So really one-dimensional here, and the Seahawks uh, tend more than anyone else in the NFL uh, uh, to win the games as long as they have the lead. And Atlanta has been known for doing uh, – if, if they were known for anything last year, it was trailing games early. And uh, if Seattle's playing with the lead uh, – their play action is deadly. I, I like Seattle here, 30-24 to 24 over Atlanta. All right. Seattle is minus two, right, on that one? Yep, that's okay. it. Okay. And what are you going with? And we're going to lay 330 on that game to Ooh. win 300. Yep. yep. All right. For those of you who don't know, the rules were that all he had to do was to uh, lay down five total. Total. And he laid down almost five in two individual games. So that'll tell you how uh, confident he is. I, I just feel that early in the season, because I do so much homework and I watch so much tape in the offseason, uh, I had the advantage. You know, the average handicapper takes him three, four weeks to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm best uh, right off, right out of the gate. I love it, man. I love it. Lead-off guy swinging at the first pitches that he happens to see. It might be the best pitch you see all, all at bat. You never know. Uh, that yeah. was that was my approach at the plate. That's because I couldn't hit a curveball. So, different discussion. Uh, all right, now, you, every single week, you have your game of the week, the one you feel more confident about than any other. Uh, what is yep. that game this week? Dallas and the Rams. They want to get the Dallas and Rams game for free. Just call me at the office, 800-400-9741. Again, the number, 1-800-400-9741. We'll give you that game for free and a lot of ways to get involved. Here's the first way. If you're not ready to come on board, go to the website, ParamountSports.com. On the homepage where it says free pick sign up, just put in your email address. On Friday night, we will email you about 6 o'clock, uh, mountain time, we will email you a free selection for either Saturday or Sunday on the freebies last year. Every week, 17 weeks, we went 12 and 5. Those are the freebies. So you don't have to pay anything. You want to get a free game every Friday night emailed to you. Just go to ParamountSports.com where it says free pick sign up. Just put in your email address. Uh, most clients sign up for the month of the season. It's an executive phone service where you listen to a tape. You hear every single game that I am personally playing. Uh, those games during the weekdays come out at 12 
noon uh, mountain time. And then uh, on the weekends, it's 6 a.m. mountain time on Saturdays and Sundays. Generally, 7 to 9, 7 to 10 games each week. If you're not ready to come on board, how about this special? You can get a combined nine games on Saturday and Sunday, just $97. So comes out to uh, less than $11 of selection. You want to hop on board and give me a try. Nine for 97 and it's an instant download. You don't have to wait until Saturday morning or Sunday morning to get the games on. That's an instant download, so you can play them right away. They're ready to go. Uh, ParamountSports.com, nine for $97 special on the purchase pick page. And then uh, another way to follow me is on Twitter at Paramount Sports. You can contact me there. You can DM me there, ask me any questions. So uh, a lot of ways to to get hooked up with me and, and have some fun and hopefully make a make make uh, some nice money. You know, hopefully maybe you're looking uh, to take a nice weekend away or you're looking, uh, saving up for that big vacation or a new car or a down payment. Uh, we've had some weeks, usually every 17 weeks, we'll have five or six weeks uh, where you can turn hundreds into thousands. So ParamountSports.com or call me 800-400-9741 and then on Twitter at Paramount Sports. All right. He's Lee Sterling and he does uh, a great job. First of all, yeah, so for those of you you know, just he had 2,000 points, if you will. We're, we're, what we're doing is we're having him lay down these points. Yeah, we can call it $2,000 of, of, of imaginary of, money. Yes. Yeah, imaginary all, money. Entertainment purposes only. We're not actually having him gamble on this. I always actually liked this idea, and too often you'd get somebody involved that would be like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, we can't do that. And it's like, no, no, we're not having him actually give us the money. That would be illegal. That would be bad. Um, but um, what we're doing, yeah. So so Lee is going to show you uh, mathematically exactly how it looks. Because if we just had your record, this week you could have a losing record but be well into the plus based on the amount of points, imaginary dollars that you'd be up. That's the point is because some games you're going to be more confident about as others. So you're right. very confident. Notre Dame minus 20 against Duke. So you put 440 down to win four Miami minus 13 UAB 440 to win four. So I really like the transparency, Lee. I love well, the confidence as well. Uh, you know, your stuff, you dial in on this uh, 365 all the way around. Um, and you're able to kind of inform our listeners kind of on, on the why and the reasoning behind uh, your suggestions for these games and everybody go to ParamountSports.com, find out the great deals, the great ways to get involved. Uh, and you know, football's back, make it a really fun fall, uh, being involved in, in so many different ways. So Lee can't thank you enough, man. This was a lot of fun. I'm going to be glued to these games, uh, that you have, <laughs> you have here. And these aren't even your game of the week. Your game of the week is Dallas. No, not the, the games. I mean, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, yeah, it's not, it's not even the game of the week and the games that I'm personally playing. So uh, oh, yeah. looking forward to it. Let's have some fun. I uh, uh, want to wish you and your family and all the listeners out there a great day and weekend, and everyone stay safe. All right. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate you, man. As always, we'll talk to you next all week. All right. Take care. All right. That's Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. That's the place to go. Don't forget, today's show is also brought to you by Peak three-on-three basketball. Peak three-on-three basketball, uh, great for you and uh, your kids to be able to be involved in three-on-three hoops this fall, right? So usually you'll have different sports leagues where games are happening each and every Saturday. Well, the games are happening on these Saturdays 
four Saturdays out of five, but multiple games going on each week. So therefore, uh, it's very um, efficient for your time and also for your dollar. It's a, a very well set up tournament. It's for grades third through 12th. Uh, the other part about that, the organizers have done a great job preparing for this to be as safe as possible. Farmington City Gymnasium is a spacious, perfect, fantastic place for this. And, uh, you know, at, when the games are underway, you're really going to see why uh, that it was placed there. Peak three-on-three basketball, it's going to be great for your kids because they get the ball in their hands a lot more often. They'll have a lot more playing time throughout the entire season. September 26th through October 24th, the games are on those Saturdays, like I said, with the exception of UEA weekend. I love the way that they've kind of uh, envisioned what the family time might be and to really give the best dollar uh, for kids and their participation. If you go to peak3on3basketball.com, use promo code TONY, you get a huge discount. Huge discount. Uh, the cost will be just $195 for an entire team. Your team can be as big as six players. Uh, it's for grades third through 12th. If you have any other questions, uh, go to peak3on3basketball.com. Uh, I peppered them with any and every question you can imagine. And let me say, they have an answer for all of it, including if play was halted in the middle or if play didn't take place at the beginning or whatever it is. They're going to be more than fair to you uh, to make sure that, you know, you feel confident about what it is you're doing for the safety of your kids and the protection of your dollar as well. Let me make that very clear. All right, thanks again for listening to the show. We hope you enjoy all the other episodes that are out there. Had one this week on the Utah Jazz and the mindset change that needs to take place. I think the U.S. Open and tennis got it right again. Uh, with the Djokovic thing, and I uh, made the comparisons to what happened with Serena two years ago in the U.S. Open final. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, uh, BYU fans, I had uh, my reaction and response to what took place um, for the start of their college football season with that win over Navy and why it was actually an indication of where the focus needed to be for BYU in 2020 anyway. So even though the pandemic's happening, there's a real channeled focus uh, with the way the schedule lays out and with the type of style they're playing. You'll want to hear that if you're a BYU fan, so make sure to check that out. Uh, we appreciate you listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And thanks, as always, for listening to the Tony Parks Podcast right here on the Utah Podcast Network.